Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. You saw it late last week, uh, the New South Wales and Queensland Origin squads were announced, 36-man squads. Uh, it doesn't define what the teams will look like, but it does just give you a good little insight into what the coaches are thinking, guys they're leaning towards, etc., etc. So today we're going to give our live reaction to both of them. We're going to start with the New South Wales Blues. They started, they are named a 36-man squad at the end of last week. We are a little bit busy, so I didn't get to go through it. Some very interesting picks in there. So we're going to go through live. I'm going to talk about the guys that I love seeing in there uh, and the guys that I'm a little bit surprised missed out on selection. I think there's a number of guys that I would have had in there even just to give them a little bit of an experience, a little bit of an opportunity. You never know what sort of an uptick that can give players in the season. Before we do get stuck into that though, guys, 8pm tonight rugbyleagueguru.com.au We've got the Kanguru Tour merchandise series dropping. They will move very quickly so make sure you are there on time. 8pm tonight New South Wales time, do not miss. They will go very, very quickly. With that out of the way, though, let's get stuck into the New South Wales State of Origin squad. Obviously, preseason squad, guys, does not determine exactly who's going to play, who's not. Just an idea of the direction that Michael Maguire is heading in. Obviously, his first year as New South Wales Blues coach. Uh, so a really good, a reasonably good indicator of where he's thinking and the direction that he's going in. So go through the squad now. The list I've got is a 36-man squad uh, that is organized into teams. I like it when they do that instead of alphabetical order. So from the Canterbury Bulldogs. We've got Matt Burton, Stephen Crichton, and Josh Adokar. From the Cronulla Sharks, Nico Hines and Cam McInnes. From the Canberra Raiders, Hudson Young. From the Newcastle Knights, Bradman Best, Tyson Brazell, Jacob Saifidi, and Daniel Saifidi. From the Roosters, James Tedesco, Daniel Tupo, and Joseph Suali'i. From the Eels, Mitch Moses, Clint Gutherson, Junior Bolo, and Regan Campbell-Gillard. Cowboys, Reese Robson. Uh, Seagulls, Jake Travojevic, Tommy Travojevic, and Hamole Olakowatu. From the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Cam Murray, Trell Mitt, 
Cody Walker, Damien Cook, Campbell Graham, and Keon Colomantungi. From the Brisbane Broncos, Payne Haas and Katoni Staggs. Uh, the lone pick from the West Tigers, Apic Curacao. From the Penrith Panthers, Dylan Edwards, Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai, Brian To'o, Liam Martin, and Isaiah Yo. So player, uh, these teams did not get a player in the squad. The Dragons, the Warriors, the Storm, the Dolphins, and the Titans. They did not get any players into that squad. Um, the things that I really, really like in this squad, let's go through uh, those guys first. Um, I've always been a big, big fan of Hudson Young. Um, I know he didn't probably impress as much in last year's Origin Series as what most of us would have liked, and definitely as much as I would have liked either, but I just think Hudson Young, he is he is just made for origin. I personally think he's going to be a stalwart of this New South Wales side for a very long time. Madge obviously knows him reasonably well. You've got to keep in mind, Madge has been an assistant coach down at the Canberra Raiders for the last couple of years, uh, and you obviously couldn't question him being biased or whatever. He's only picked one Canberra Raider in this squad. So I think it is fantastic to see Hudson Young in this side. He would have been one of my first picks, to be honest with you. I think he's got so much potential to be a proper New South Welshman for a long time moving forward. It has been a slow start. I am not denying that in any way, shape or form. I thought he was going to be like a duck to water. Uh, it did take him a little bit of time, but I do think long term he will pay dividends. So very happy to see Hudson Young there. Uh, probably one of the most exciting names to see for me is Ken McInnes. Um, to be honest with you, I'm not completely convinced Ken McInnes plays Origin this year, uh, but I just think he is a guy, and I've said it on a number of occasions, that if he was a Queenslander, he would have already won three Origin series by now. He would have played 10 to 20 games. Uh, he is tough as nails, Cam McInnes. And even if he doesn't get picked, you know, even if he's in a squad or just knowing that he's sort of in the calculations, uh, it, it just sends a different message for me. I think Madge is sending a message with that Cam McInnes pick uh, that he's an older guy. But you know what? I know that if I put him in the trenches, he'll do a fucking job for me. He's very different to some of the picks that Brad Fittler has gone for over the last few years that I think has shit all of us to tears as New South Wales Blues fans. Cam McInnes, he is, he is just origin. He is just what it's all about. Too tough for his own fucking good. Punches well above his weight. I absolutely love this pick. Once again, do I think Cam McInnes plays origin this year? I'm not completely convinced to be honest with you, but we could do much worse. I made the suggestion last year uh, that instead of running two just out and out nines, I would love to see Cam McInnes picked uh, as the starting hooker, play the first 20 minutes at nine, and then once or the, you know that real fucking train wreck first 20 minutes is done, bring on a Damien Cook, an Appy, a Reese Robson, whoever it might be. Just let them play 60 minutes. I think it could really benefit us as the New South Wales Blues. And what it means is that Cam McInnes then goes back to the bench and he turns into an extra middle forward who's a fantastic defender, has brilliant leg speed. So I'm very, very happy to see Cam McInnes picked in there. If for nothing else, just an example of the sort of footballers we're looking for. We're not looking for the highlight sort of guys. I love that we've gone for just the toughest bastard we can pick in Cam McInnes. I think it sends a good message. Uh, I'm glad to see Bradman Best there again. Obviously made his debut last year. It was very impressive. Good to see Tyson Frizzell hanging in there again. I think Tyson Frizzell's in for a big season. Reportedly moving to the left side uh, for the Newcastle Knights. I'm pretty sure you will see that play out. So I think he's in for a big year. Um, an interesting one, Daniel Tupu. 
a guy that hasn't played for a couple of years, but Mr. Consistent. I am hearing there's a chance that he could retire from red footy. He might have already done that, to be honest with you. Uh, but Daniel Tube, an interesting one, but probably more interesting is Joseph Suali, uh, who Madge has picked. Now, Suali is obviously not going to be uh, in the NRL next season, going over to Rugby Union, so obviously won't be available for the New South Wales Blues unless there is some sort of a backflip on the cards. Uh, but you would have to assume by you know the signings the Roosters have made and whatnot, uh, bringing Marky Mark over and shit, I, I probably doubt Suali'i is going to backflip at this point, but we'll see what plays out. But yeah, an interesting one by Madge to pick a guy like him who he knows will 100% not be available for selection next year, assuming he does go to Union. Uh, some other guys in this group that I like the the pick, obviously Reese Robson, I think we assumed he was going to be an automatic. I like him being there. Uh, for the Manly Seagulls, uh, Hamole Olakowatu, obviously just signed a huge deal with Manly. Um, a guy that in a, about six weeks before Origin 1 in 2023, I think he was right in the frame for it. I think it was sort of him, Hudson Young, Keon, Colum, and Tungy. And we sort of, we we assumed that uh, Brad Fittler would pick one of those three. I actually said, and you know, I, I've said it on the podcast, I've said it on Bloke and everything. I actually believe that Hamale Olakowatu played his worst six weeks of the season in the lead up to Origin. I'm not sure if maybe the pressure got to him a little bit, maybe the expectation got to him a little bit. Uh, but I do think that he played his worst footy there, which I think really hit did his chances of playing Origin last year. Uh, he's got a huge career ahead of him, and I think it is fantastic that I would say Madge has probably addressed that and gone, you know what, let's get him into camp, get allow him to have an opportunity with these guys. And it's quite often you can find when you go into camps and stuff like this, you obviously, you know, you, you have a look through the history of rugby league. When players go into kangaroo tours and whatnot, spend exper- uh, extended periods of time with stars of the game, it does tend to improve their game. They pick up little bits and pieces. They gain more confidence. So I'm really keen to see Ola coming out of this experience. I think it'll be a good little confidence boost for him uh, to know that he is well and truly in the frame there. He's in a very good spot, that strike edge Manly with a good halfback utilising him. He's the strike forward in that team now. Very excited to watch Olakowato over the next few years and I really do hope uh, that he has you know a big breakout and lands in the Origin Arena and becomes an Origin player because my God, he would be so fucking handy for us. It's not even funny. Um, from the South Sydney Rabbitohs, great to see Campbell Graham there. Obviously last year uh, wasn't ideal circumstances didn't end up debuting uh, but I think he is an absolute certainty to, to debut over the next few years great to see Cody Walker obviously in that squad as well um, it should be noted that Jack Wyden isn't in this team uh, at the moment so what, a little interesting one to watch there with Jackie Boy Whiten uh, I personally do believe that he will make himself available I think he will be there come Origin 1 I think Madge will get him across the line but we'll see how that all plays out great to see Keon Cullum and Tungy as well uh, for the Broncos, Payne Haas, obviously an automatic. But Katoni Staggs, who has uh, obviously made his origin debut, got injured, wasn't overly successful. But you got to remember, at the end of this season, went and played for the Kangaroos. So, you know, you could argue that came a little bit out of the blue. He obviously went all the way to the grand final and was very good. Uh, but I'm very keen to... It's a big year for Katoni Staggs, obviously coming back from a Kangaroos experience, uh, walking back into his Broncos side where Herbie Farnworth leaves, who's the guy that has done the most work over the last few years at the Brisbane Broncos. Big test for Katoni. If I was Kevin Walters, and I've said this three years in a row and it hasn't come to fruition, to be fair, but I would definitely be challenged Katoni Staggs to go to a new level this year. Go, hey, our Dally M Centre just left. You're now a kangaroo centre. Let's see what you're fucking made of this year. Let's really stand up and become, you know, you're a very good centre. Let's become a great centre. Let's aim to get you as the best centre in rugby league because attacking-wise, he's got the ability to do that. Defensively, uh, he has his challenges, no doubt about that. But in attack, my God, Katoni Staggs should be one of the most damaging centres in rugby league. 
Uh, from the West Tigers, Appy Curacao, love this pick. you got to remember, Madge obviously won a premiership with Appy uh, a number of years ago in 2014 with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He got to grand final week and trusted Appy to come in. And I think if you go back and have a look at the Clive Churchill results for that night, obviously Sam Burgess, man of the match, unbelievable stuff in that grand final. But I think Appy, he ranked in third place. And I, I don't think he'd played a game of football in like 17 weeks. So Madge, obviously a big Appy guy, and I completely get why. Real, real winner in our game. Uh, from the Panthers, look, no shocks here. All the guys we expected. Edwards, Cleary, Jerome, Luai, To'o, Leah Martin, Isaiah Yo. Dylan Edwards, the only one that hasn't played Origin yet. Obviously went and played for uh, Australia at the end of last season. Didn't do too well. Wasn't overly successful. Was playing on the wing, though, to be fair. I think Edwards is an out-and-out fullback. Uh, so an interesting little pick there to grab Dylan Edwards. Obviously, James Tedesco under a little bit of pressure from the outside. We don't know what Madge is thinking. He's obviously in this squad. Uh, but a good little pick there to bring Dylan Edwards in. Uh, so that's my thoughts on this 36-man squad. I like it. I uh, didn't mention Matty Burton, but obviously great to see him in there as well. Stephen Crichton, huge fan of him to have him in there. Obviously, joining in the Canterbury Bulldogs this year. Things will change, but I think both should still be very well so respected in the Origin Arena. Uh, guys that I think were probably a little bit hard done by, and there's probably three guys that stand out to me, to be honest with you, and then there's a couple of guys that I probably would have picked uh, as Smokies just uh, for an opportunity, uh, but there's a couple of guys that I think were very unlucky. I think Scott Drinkwater. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. wildly unlucky not to make it. I don't know if there's injury or something more to it. I'm not too sure, but I I 100% would have brought Drinky into this side, especially with James Tedesco under a little bit of pressure. I think Drinkwater's form has been absolutely second to none. I think he's probably the closest thing that we've got to competing with KP and Reese Walsh. So I 100% would have brought Scott Drinkwater into the squad. Um, I do find it a little bit bizarre that he's not there, which makes me wonder if maybe there is a little bit more to it. Um, I guess you could argue defensively he might not be the greatest fullback in the world, but I just think attacking-wise, he just adds too much upside and he has too, too, too many points in him to ignore. So Scotty Drinkwater, I definitely, definitely would have picked in my squad. Um, I think Spencer Lenu is a little bit unlucky a guy that's going to be up for calculations as well. He's been spoken about over the last few years. Uh, obviously not a starting forward, but I think he is the best bench forward in rugby league. Uh, so I definitely would have had him in my squad as well. I'm surprised uh, that his name hasn't come up a little bit more over the last couple of years. Uh, he's obviously at the Roosters now, but from the Panthers. I also would have thought that maybe Isaac Tungo could have got a bait in this side as well. I know he's played for Samoa more recently, uh, but obviously Brian Toto, Stephen Crichton also doing the same. Isaac Tungo would have loved to saying in there, Spencer Lino, I think he deserved an opportunity uh, to be in this squad. Uh, the other one that, you know, he's sort of out of mind, out of sight a little bit at the moment, but geez, I think we could have done much worse than to bring Ryan Pappenhausen into the squad as well. I know he's coming back from injury. I know there's a lot going on there. Maybe they just want him to focus on his rehab, uh, but it really wasn't that long ago that we were looking at Ryan Pappenhausen going, geez, he should be the next New South Wales Blues fullback. He just won a premiership. He'd won a Clive Churchill medal. He was absolutely lighting up the competition until he got injured. Is he going to return as the same player? We're not too sure yet, uh, but I, I, I think they could have done much worse than to have Pappy 
come into that squad as well. But I do think that Drinky uh, is the one that has probably been the harshest done by. I think he's the one that makes the most sense to have in there. I think Spencer Lenu not far behind him. Um, some young guys that I probably would have given an opportunity to. Obviously, Stefano's been in the system the last couple of years. Uh, and like I, to be honest with you, I'm not completely convinced on Stefano yet as an origin middle forward. Uh, but I, I, you know, I, I, I did probably expect him to be named in this, to be honest with you. Obviously, very high hopes for him. He's got a bit of experience. Um, I thought that Jacob Preston might be a really good shot from the Canterbury Bulldogs. And you know what? There's not as many Smokies in this squad as I thought. There's not as many young guys sort of getting an opportunity to see how they do, uh, which I thought there would be, which is how I would sort of use, utilize this squad a little bit. Um, if I if I was picking this squad, there's a couple of young guys in this competition that I see a big future for and that I think could make it in the Orange Arena that I would have given an opportunity to. Jacob Preston is one of them for sure. Um, I think C.R. Wong from the Sydney Roosters is one. I did a podcast with Donnie Sports the other day where I had to come up with uh, three hot takes leading into 2024. I've been reasonably successful with those over the last couple of years, and uh, C.R. Wong was one that uh, was part of that. So I would have given him an opportunity to come in. I think he is going to be a forward that you can build a franchise around in the future, and I think he will play a number of games for the New South Wales Blues as well. Uh, Jacob Preston, we already mentioned him. I think he probably should have got an opportunity. Obviously very young. Maybe Matt just wants to see how he backs it up in the second season. Uh, but everything we saw in year one points to Jacob Preston being the sort of guy we want wearing sky blue. Um, another one, and he sort of fell off at the back end of the season, but Jackson Ford's a guy that I've always really liked. I would have maybe considered giving him an opportunity. Uh, very good in defense, a heap of attacking upside. Did fall off towards the back end of the season, to be fair. Uh, but one that, I don't know, I've just got a feeling about Jackson Ford that he could maybe over the next few years make a big jump. Hard to get him from the Warriors, but I would have maybe given him an opportunity. Um, another one is Sean Lane, obviously coming back from injury. A very, very talented player with a heap of upside, Sean Lane. I would have seriously considered giving him an opportunity there. I think he's in for a big season. And um, the last one, which is a little bit of a weird one, especially once... Once we, you know, if Jack Whiten's not in this squad, a guy that can just about play every position on the field. I know he's played for the Blues in the past and it wasn't overly successful, but I don't think he was utilized properly. He came up a little bit last year in conversations, but I thought that Madge with his relationship and obviously being the head coach of the 2014 South Sydney Rabbitohs, I actually thought Dylan Walker might've been a little sniff uh, to get a bait in this squad. Uh, obviously not, and I'm not going to really hold any of those against him. I think the only ones that should feel very, very hard done by him probably a little bit disappointed, uh, Scott Drinkwater and Spencer Lenu. I think that both of those guys should have been in this squad. But those other guys, some of those young guys, some of them are a little bit smoky. Some of them are really looking into the future. Uh, but that's how I would sort of use this camp to get some of these young guys say, hey, you are on the fucking radar. This is what we expect from these players. This is the sort of expectation. This is the level that you need to be getting at if you want to represent the New South Wales Blues in the future. Talos Duncan is another one, which I would have been more than happy to see come into this side as as well. Um, not a hill I'm going to die on or anything like that. Just some suggestions from me. But Madge is obviously going in a little bit of a different direction with this squad. Obviously selecting a guy like Cam McInnes. It probably does send a better message to be fair uh, that instead of going with young guys and just giving them an opportunity to, to get the tracksuit and hang out with people. Hey, this is the sort of footballer I'm looking at this year. If you want to be a New South Wales Blue, you need to be like Cam McInnes. You need to be tough as nails. You need to show up every single week. You need to be willing to put your body on the line and put your fucking head where most people 
don't put their foot. So I'm not totally against what, what Madge has done here. I don't really have any huge issues with it. I do just think there's a couple of guys who are a little bit unlucky. And there's a couple of guys that I would have probably given an opportunity to as well, just to get some experience under their belt. But as a whole, I really like the squad. I think there's some fantastic picks there. And I think there is a genuine really, really strong New South Wales Blues side within this squad with a few other guys that could pop up through the year. Hopefully, one of them is Jack White, and that is the big, big hope for me. Uh, thank you guys for joining us once again on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Uh, make sure you check out at 8pm tonight, the Kangaroo Tour merchandise will be dropping. Please move quickly, guys. I know a lot of you missed out last time and messaged me. These will go very, very quickly. There is limited stock. I think it's been a pretty popular campaign, uh, so I think these things will move reasonably quickly. So make sure you're there at 8pm to get your paws on the Kangaroo Tour merch for 20. 24. These will not be returning and will move very quickly. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.